Welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. How's everyone doing this week? I hope you're all good. Yeah, I'm good. I, I feel quite good today. I think... Um, yeah. It's been a nice day. Yeah, it has been a nice day. It's sunny. It started yeah, off nice snowing. Bank holiday. Oh, bank holiday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was snowing for Diana. Yeah. Um, yeah. My friend said it was snowing as well. I was like, I didn't see no snow. It looked like it was dry. It's been, mm. it was dry like all day where I am. Um, yeah, I even, I even went for a walk <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> the way you laugh, like, like it's funny. Which me. <laughs> yeah, so I went walking I did 10k, guys. Well 16,000 steps. Um, yeah, it was good. I had a good time. But like literally like I was trying to find out where I was cuz mm. yeah, I was but I checked cuz I actually went to look I went to kind of go up on the road to try and see if I could find a road name. Yeah. And I saw a road name. I was in Ivor. So I walked to Ivor this time. I don't even know where that is. Yeah, I I hope most people doesn't know where it is. So you guys don't need to know where I walked to either from. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I walked there. Um, Yeah, it was good. It was good. I had a nice day. Mm. It was was nice because it was just sunny. And yeah, I didn't feel like skating because it's like Mm. skating. It's like I'm be practicing something and it's like I just didn't feel like it. I felt like just trekking somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Nice bank holiday. Mm. Um, what about you? Have you been up to much today? Um, I, you know, I can't remember what I do with my days. Like, people ask me, how's your weekend? I'm like, oh, I don't even remember what I did. But um, today I woke up and mm-hmm. had breakfast. <laughs> I literally didn't do anything. I'm just thinking I actually did not do anything. I've just been watching Netflix. Um, I was going to go outside, oh. but... It started off snowing and then um, it was sunny, Clearly but it was, it was like cold. it was like six degrees, and I thought, oh, like I'm not yeah. gonna force it. So I just sat. Yeah, I've got a nice little you. seat where the sun shines in, and like the window blocks obviously any wind or anything. So I was just sitting in the sun, just watching mm-hmm. some Netflix, and it was just nice. Um, That's nice. I'm just enjoying the small that things. Sounds like a nice day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a nice day. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you've had a good bank holiday. I hope everyone has had a good bank holidays. You know, this is the longest weekend Mm -hmm. that we get off kind of thing. So, yeah, collectively. So I hope everyone has had a good bank hop good bank holidays a good easter and yeah everyone's just enjoying themselves um if you if you didn't like that's okay too like Mm. you know (laughs) we're here just to inject positive vibes for Mm -hmm. you so tomorrow's a new day (laughs) don't worry yeah tomorrow's a new day and we'll we'll get there (laughs) we'll Mm -hmm. get there um anyway yeah um what are we talking about today? So uh, we've got quite a few like, yeah, we've got quite a few heavy things like mm-hmm. to talk about. So, um, so there's been a boy who has been missing for like how long has it been now? Actually, it was since it's, it's Monday, almost 22nd two weeks of it? March. So yeah, it's been it's yeah. been a while. Um, twenty second. So that's that's yeah, that's two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, nineteen year old boy and the police. Um, so nineteen year old black boy. Is he Nigerian? I think. Um, I'm not sure. Potentially, I don't really know. I've no idea. Um, let me check. 
But yeah, so 19-year-old black boy has been missing for two weeks. When um, the police... Um, when his mother... So his mother reported it to the police. The police were like, oh, so how do you expect us to be able to find your son if you don't even, can't even find him? Oh. And it's just like... It's a joke now. It's on. actually a joke how unhelpful... is these it's, people can be it's disgusting mm. it's disgusting and it's like and his mom was just trying to explain to the police like no this isn't right because he left mm. without a coat and it wasn't it wasn't like it was warm like we've had one heat wave guys it was not warm mm-hmm. the 22nd of march um he left without a coat and and he has sickle cell which like and didn't and didn't take any medication with him so clearly that is that's not mm-hmm. You know that that's unusual circumstances, and I just feel like because I feel like because um, of how old Richard is, mm-hmm. that that's another reason why the police didn't want to kind of say anything. Um, him being nineteen year old, and also him being a black boy, because um, one of the things that the police said to his mother was, "Oh, he's not known to the police." And it's like, yeah. sorry, like not not all black boys are t- are criminals, you know. <laughs> For them to be in your system, in it, like, like there's there's good black boys out there. Lots. Like I feel like that's just disgusting. Where, yeah, exactly. So so many of them, most, and the police yeah, could not even fathom. <laughs> they could not even fathom that this uh, university student, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that this university student is not known by the police. Sorry, this boy is at is in university. Like he's, you know, mm. like. I just it's just yeah and um yeah we just like we just pray for his family we pray for his mother and like I'm sorry fuck the police now because we're tired we're tired of you Mm. like how many how many more things do we have to hear of the negligence of the police it's every week and last week we found out that there's a Nazi in the Met Police it's like uh, I actually I'm so desensitised now when these things happen I'm like yeah yeah of course (laughs) yeah of course like why wouldn't Nazis go and work for the police force like why wouldn't they like you know and it's just like it's just it's it's really it's it's really saddening. Mm. Um, you said that you that there's been an update. Yeah, um, yeah. On it, this, it doesn't look great either. By the time this comes out, there might be even more of an update. But um, yeah, yeah. Apparently, a body has been found in um, Epping Forest, which is where Richard was last seen um, in yeah. in the water or a river or something. Um, uh. And his family has been contacted. Like they've been informed that the body's been found, or a yeah. body has been found. So, Oh, it's like this is just so sad because I'm sorry for two whole weeks and for how many like and I'm sure it was like it was 10 days when they mm-hmm. started to take it seriously yeah. and obviously the, it started picking up more traction on the news and which it only started picking up more traction on the news because of Twitter mm-hmm. like you know and this is the thing like because especially with how black Twitter moves mm. that's the only way that we actually make things seen yeah and we have a voice and heard and mm-hmm. yeah and like black voices can actually be heard because through black twitter and it's just like it shouldn't take that for the police mm-hmm. to take to take this seriously yeah like this boy has actually suffers from sickle cell like which um you know you don't you never know if you're gonna have um 
from what I know, you never know when you're gonna like kind of have a um have like a uh, what's it called like an an episode kind of thing mm. like or when it's gonna be bad or it might flare up etc. Like you don't you never know when that's gonna happen mm-hmm. and like of course his mother is worried when he has not got any medication and doesn't even have his coat with him mm. like um because she said that she suspected that he's being groomed online you know mm. like we don't know what what um kids are kind of being fed through social media mm. we have no idea because like especially at this time in lockdown where literally even their studies are all done online what what are people being fed and the thing is what we need to understand is that 19 years old is very young Mm-hmm. you know like i know when we turn 18 we're kind of seen as adults but 19 years old is very very young and uh, this mother had every right to be concerned where is yeah. her son yeah and the police time, are supposed where- to have had training in how to be trauma informed and um how to mm-hmm. deal with these types of situations and if their response to it instantly is well if you don't know where he is then neither do we what's your fucking job like what what, why are you here? Like, what's the purpose? Why is there CCTV? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? what is the purpose of anything? Because it's like, clearly, clearly the police, you guys aren't doing your jobs. There's more, um, they keep saying, well, oh, put more police on the streets. For what reason? You're not doing mm. your jobs out there anyway. Yeah. People aren't being safe. When people are going missing, you guys don't care. Okay. CCTV, you get, there's been calls for more CCTV. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you guys aren't what looking at CCTV. This boy was last seen near Epping Forest, which you guys could have friggin' checked. Yeah. When his mother reported him missing, could have checked quick time because mm-hmm. say if this was an accident, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that time, the day his mother was like, where's my son? Went to the police. They could have checked CCTV, mm-hmm. seen when he was last seen, checked the forest then. Yeah. yeah. You know, or even, even if it was like to give information on where, or like, because since clearly the police did not want to do anything mm. even if it was to give information to his mother saying oh uh, we've last seen him on cctv near epping forest even for her to and her family mm-hmm. or like even civilians to just go and look around there to check yeah, yeah. because clearly the police don't do fuck all clearly yeah. um and like this is just it's becoming it's, it's a lot. It's so sad. Because it's like, like I just said, every week something's happening and it's like in every area as well. So like missing people's cases, mm-hmm. they don't want to take seriously. Um, like murder. Women. Yeah, rape. They don't want to take seriously. Like, rape, women. Hate crimes. They don't want to, <laughs> anything like... It's just a bit, we already know that they hate black it? people. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it is a lot. It's, it's very draining. Um, but yeah, like we just... We just pray for Richard. Mm. We pray for and we pray for his family, mm-hmm. um, and we just pray that you know, just nothing, um, just yeah, just nothing awful happens to him. Like like we mm. know, like obviously in this news of a body, we just pray that it just wasn't something devastating, mm. like just just something that was. Um, mortifying if you get what I mean like yeah yeah god I, I like, literally you hurtful. don't know what his intention was when he left the house I think that's what his mother's concern is because she assumes yeah. he was being groomed or she guesses she's he was being groomed but like 
at the same time, mm-hmm. did he go there with the intentions of hurting himself or did he go there to meet someone who then hurt him? You just yeah. don't, you have no exactly. idea. And I, doubt, I don't know if we'll yeah. ever get to the bottom of it. If the Maybe if, if the police feel like the pressure from the public to look into it. Um, mm-hmm. And there's obviously going to be all of the like um, evidence on his body to like determine what his cause of death yeah. was, if this is his body. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just horrible, isn't it? Like poor boy and poor family. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, we just they're in our thoughts. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Um on to kind of other recent <laughs> other recent news. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, do you wanna do you wanna talk about this one? Yeah, okay. I haven't really got the details. I've got a few details. Um, so, at a school, an academy in Pimlico, um, a new teacher has recently joined. I think at the beginning of the term, like um, like September, it could have been before, but I, mm-hmm. I have a feeling it's September. And um, there's a whole load of new rules that the school um, have to follow. That also. Um, a lot of the rules are around oh, yeah. uniform policies and um, and just stuff like that. Mm. And a lot of teachers and students aren't very happy about it. Which, like, you wouldn't be, would you, if like a new a new teacher or a new board of people have come in and said, like, you've got to change the way that you dress and like what you look like when you come to school. You'd be a bit pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. I, I definitely would have. Um, and this, in this kind like, of okay, so sorry on. to stop you, but it's like. <laughs> this is the thing why why are these schools so frigging concerned with <laughs> uniform like i'm just it's mm-hmm. really irritating look you've already provided a school uniform for everyone to be wearing so why does mm-hmm. there need to be extra rules on how people need to look on the yeah, outside exactly why does there need to be extra rules you've already said oh here's the uniform that you guys have to wear now there's extra rules and which you want to add which are discriminatory like Mm -hmm. this is just we're tired and I'm tired of all this bullshit about (laughs) schools and frigging uniforms because they want to treat like treat these kids like Mm. they're in frigging prison like I'm sorry when all these kids go to the workplace Mm -hmm. these rules will not be enforced like this just this is not gonna be a thing like I'm sorry like every workplace I've been to like well obviously this is this is different because obviously I'm in I'm in design so like mm. I've never had to dress smart like ever mm. like I I tend to some sometimes I'll I'll dress smart I'll wear and I don't particularly like wearing jeans all the time so yeah. sometimes I will dress smart or even like I'd wear a shirt with jeans mm-hmm. and I'll be like probably one of the smartest people in the office <laughs> but these yeah. people they're not wearing suit and tie every single day uh-huh. yeah so I'm just and I'm tired of this whole like schools want to just strip people of their individuality mm-hmm. like why why is that why is that thing why are we teach why are we trying to bring up our children to have no personality why is that mm. like and so they can't express themselves but the anyway sorry is, that's my rant it's, it just <laughs> feels like it's all like linked to white supremacy because it's never telling the it white is. kids you can't do this you can't do that it's always telling the yeah. black kids you need to conform you need to assimilate if you don't do your hair like this like in this in this case specifically um mm-hmm. there's basically been c- complaints or concerns around um 
hairstyles being too big so that it's distracting people and people can't see like the whiteboards, the blackboards, whatever they use these days, the projectors. I I won't even say just move them because that's not fair to move people with afros to the back of the classroom. Mm. However, if it's such a problem, then just move them, just move their seats. Like yeah. if it's such a problem, if it's such an issue. But like, this is just, and I hate this word, distracting. Mm. There was a time when my school, they decided, so, and they decided right at the beginning of year 11, my final year mm-hmm. at school, yeah. Year 10, I used, I wore black Converse the whole of year 10. <laughs> I wanted to carry on wearing these Converse mm. for the rest of year 11. They decided, okay, they don't want no canvas shoes mm. and no logos and whatever. Like my Converse, the logo was black. You couldn't see the logo. Yeah. Um, but because they were canvas, they sent me home. I got sent home. Oh my God. Bear in mind, they saw me come off the school bus and they sent me home. I'm Aww. like, that should not be allowed because yeah, I've so been sent bad. to school. I've been sent to school. You have made me miss a, du- miss a double maths lesson. Yeah. When you see me walk off the school bus on yeah. the first day of school mm. like I feel like that is just not on like mm. they shouldn't be sending it, exactly they should not be sending children home away from school mm-hmm. they should not be doing it and I think it's um, yeah because they're not keeping those kids safety mm. in regards and they're not keeping this these children's education in high regards because <laughs> you're sending them away from their education yeah. that they've come to because school of what on they time like. for yeah yeah, because I was wearing canvas <laughs> shoes, which I wore the whole of the previous yeah. year. Um, literally. And I was just like, and I, I came back to school. I had to walk home. Mm. So that was probably about an hour's walk for mm. me to walk home, to walk back to school. I brought a bag full of shoes with me because I was just like, oh, which shoes are most appropriate for you? <laughs> like, literally. Like, yeah. I was trying to make a point, but obviously they didn't give a shit. Um, and like all it was is that I carried a bag full of heavy shoes to school mm. with me, you know, <laughs> which, you know, like my shoulder was hurting, but it's just like, but like, it's just like, it was, ri- it was ridiculous. Mm. And I was just like, hold on, you guys deciding that you don't want no canvas shoes when a lot of people, that was a time when Primark used to have two pound pumps. And mm. you know, when people, when pumps were in, like people just wearing pumps to yeah, school and yeah. whatever. I, remember those. I was like, you're singling out a lot of people who are wearing who want to wear Primark pumps to school because they're mm. cheap and they could just wear them you know like times when my school shoes would get like there'd be a random hole would appear into it as they do because I have to wear these friggin same shoes every single day mm. you know they get worn out like I would just buy okay end of the year the end of the year is coming up so I'm just buying a two pound pair of pumps from Primark mm. to wear to school and um, I was just like you guys are really singling out a whole lot of people by saying you have to have leather shoes at school yeah I I was just like what are you doing like Mm. and then we had a letter afterwards at the end of the week saying um basically for our parents being like oh thank you for you know um trying with this school rules you know we don't want to be distracting anyone's learning I was like I'm sorry you sending me home was just was very distracting (laughs) to my learning yeah yeah you know and like, I'm just like I'm tired I hate this word so yeah this rant came off the word distracting mm. I hate that word distracting from people's learning because I'm sorry like that's nobody's business like they yeah. should be looking like I think people need to control themselves from yeah. looking at my shoes or looking at my hair 
I think that's where the, I think it comes down to self-control of other individuals. Mm-hmm. Not it's I'm not distracting them. That's their own issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think if people are being distracted by Afros, yeah, because I don't know, they want to laugh, they want to touch, they want to be hiding shit in people's hair. Mm. I'm sorry. Then I think that they are the ones who are distracted and need to be out of the classroom for bullying <laughs> and discrimination. That's what mm-hmm. I think because I'm tired. Like I'm tired because that's what they do. That's what that's what these kids are frigging doing with afros. They're yeah, hiding shit in people's hair. Like people yeah. used to put pencils in my hair and shit all the oh time. Like, and it's that's just so like rude. I'm sorry. No, it is rude. It's like I'm sorry. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm I'm tired of this distracting from people's learning because I'm sorry. Mm. That sounds like that sounds like that's a their problem. It's not a me yeah. problem. It's it's them. Well, they're I'm, they're the issue. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, I feel like school generally is <laughs> very bold comment from me, but it's just a distraction from real life. Like a lot of the stuff I learned there <laughs> was just not relevant. So really, school is distracting yeah. me from like getting on with normal life and gaining life skills. I mean, skills. I don't know. Like I've used Pythagoras quite a lot of times since I left. Um. <laughs> Honestly, some of the shit we used to learn, like I, I just can't even, you know, I, it's not even in my head anymore. Like I can't remember what like, I did throughout geography for my whole school Cos, life. Don't you remember that other one? Huh? Who? Sin Cos, that other one? Yeah, you but know? I, I know uh, the, y the words. Y equals X MC squared. Um, huh? I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know who that e is or what that squares, is. You know, like, you don't you remember using that one? No, I, didn't you use that one yesterday? You know what? Any Anything to do with maths, <laughs> I just switch off anyway. So I'm not even listening to any of that. Uh, maths is just too much. You know, but yeah, like, proverbs, they can bang adverbs, on about... Adjectives. <laughs> I, I actually used to like all that stuff. I used to like Similes. English. But um, use it's that not... A lot? No, never. No, in, your, in your standard writing practice? Imagine. Imagine remember talking you, about similes. Remember you, like, you use a Lee word and then you kind of have a comma and then that would give you extra marks at the beginning of a mm-hmm. sentence. No, what a waste <laughs> of time. What a waste. <laughs> you know, That's like, I mean. do you start off your cover letters like that, guys? <laughs> no, I fucking don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> it's just, it's such a waste. Some of this stuff is such a waste of time and, like... I, like if you're thinking that people's hairstyles are the distraction and their shoes are the distraction maybe like that isn't that should not be the top of your priority list when children are leaving school like with mental yeah. illnesses and when they're leaving school feeling stressed and feeling the need to always be doing something and being productive because they've been mm-hmm. conditioned to have to be working to. towards something all the time yeah. and reaching targets all the time and as well being shamed for having holidays yeah that's oh another thing being shamed, to for being shamed for having breaks <laughs> Being shamed to go to the toilet, being shamed for being sick. Yeah. Being shamed not even to not even want to be there. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. Uh, do you know do you even know like what is the most crazy especially for primary school, what is the most stupidest thing is like children getting penalised for um lateness. Mm. And attendance. Yeah. Primary school. You're a child. These kids are getting <laughs> these kids are getting dropped off by their parents. Yeah. And you guys are penalizing these children and giving them late marks mm. and it's them who are in trouble. And you're trying to get them in trouble for these children to be shouting at their parents. No, what are you what mad. kind of family dynamics are you guys spreading? Yeah. Like, yeah. What is this? And the thing is, Mom, the parents you may are be working. late for school. Like <laughs> literally, and this is the thing, all of this is around. Parents having to work. Yeah. 
they have to because work. That, that's, <laughs> literally, they have to work. Because this is another thing, yeah. Because like, okay, all my friends, yeah, they would always be always be school on time, and they get picked up by the parents. Mm. Yeah, I was in the after school club my whole life. Oh. Like literally, I was I was in the after school club my whole life. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, my mom works. My mom is a lecturer. Yeah. 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 And like she used to have to fight to get the lecturers to start the lectures to start at ten AM so she could take me to school in the mm. morning. So I could be at school on time for her to get to work and she'll get to work a bit later. You know, yeah. whereas Yeah. You know, a lot of parents do not have that flexibility with their jobs. Mm-hmm. And you expect them to be able to get their kids ready in the morning, breakfast, all of this, to get them to school before 9am so they can get to their own freaking mm. jobs for 9am yeah like what mad. is this bullshit system it's just oh i'm frustrated today no but. i agree <laughs> it's crazy like the the way that parents are, like honestly i'm scared of being a parent like all of that stuff like waking mm. up early having to get my kids ready cook them food or make them breakfast make them pack lunch all the same Look. thing every day for like 10 years over 10 years 15 20 over 10 years nah nah it's I, like 20 I, years I, that will literally run me down. I don't think I'll be alive by the end of it. I'll be I'll be on my deathbed. I, literally, to be honest, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. My English is gonna be coming in handy because <laughs> I'm ready to be writing emails and writing letters to all of these schools. I've got my and I'm ready like to be writing emails to HR. Mm. I'm ready to be writing emails to these schools. I'm ready okay, to be Karen. writing emails for for teachers I am ready no I'm not Karen yeah I'm this black I'm this black mother because you guys aren't going to be talking to, to my about my children anyhow in any yeah, way like yeah okay like okay this teacher wants to say something about my child oh okay dear mister whatever your face is excuse me I don't appreciate that you have said this about my child hmm. um what is the problem from my hand I see xyz and I think you are picking on my child and I'm not mm. here for it I'll be writing letters yeah. and addressing it to teachers I'm going to be that problem mother so they know not to mess with my child I'm going to be like I don't that care. too I'm definitely yeah. they're not going like to be that. messing with my children because I'm sorry my children would be too scared to be mis- misbehaving mm. like why would they be misbehaving in school when I'm their mother yeah like, yeah. like literally are they okay I don't think they'll be misbehaving because nah yeah. nah because anything like anything the school can do like I'll, I'll be doing worse you know so like they they won't be misbehaving like Mm. that's you know I'm not talking about violence guys but still anyway (laughs) Um, what else is there with this story so um, colourful hijabs have been banned as well so they've said they can't be too colourful the hijab conversation right now have you seen France has banned children from wearing hijabs or people under the age girls under the age of 18 Oh, have they? And yeah. I also heard that they are trying to ban halal meat, France. Yeah, they're, they're so France is Islamophobic. Just yeah, they're awful. Fran- France is just, yeah, France is Islamophobic. They, we're not much better, they but... literally... <laughs> no, we're not, but, like, fr- no, but the way France is, France is really trying shit. Like, mm. that's why that's why they they burn shit down every time they have process. Like, I'm not yeah. like, <laughs> surprised. <laughs> they burn shit down because, like, they're just like, nah... Like the stuff that you guys are trying to do, it's mm. not it. But um, yeah, yeah. So colorful. I think they. This is again. They don't want people to express themselves because I'm sorry. White girls are allowed to wear their colorful clips. Yeah, I'm sure they're bands. allowed a colorful scrunchie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, headbands. So I'm sorry. Look again. This is them trying to, like, 
take away people's personality. Yeah, yeah. And, conform, and conform, as well, conform. If, yeah, and if um, a Muslim girl, like the only way that she can even express personality, you know, is through the color of her hijab. Like, why is that an issue? Like, mm. yeah. Like, I think that sh- that should like let let them express themselves. Why are we really trying to take any form of creativity away from these children? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, it's gross. It's gross. Like, you know, like, isn't it weird that schools are a place where children are meant to be thriving? They want to devoid <laughs> it of color. Nah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, nah, children's brains needs needs to be developing, and they want to take away their personality. Like, what is this? The Hunger Games? Like, what? Where are we? Like, Hunger Games. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Though. Yeah, like, I do. It does. It feels like it's a constant like mission. Like, I, I used to hate. I did. I didn't really used to like school. It's just constant like mm. homework. Constant, just shit. Like, I, I just thought. Yeah. The only thing I enjoyed was socialising a little bit. But like the work, I liked. See, I, liked I even. PA, I even didn't like that. that. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, I didn't like socialising. I liked observing and watching people and being like, oh, there's drama over there, there's drama over there. I didn't really get involved myself. (laughs) I am so bad at watching people. Like, Mm. I'm so terrible. I'm never in any gossip. I'd miss Mm. everything. Even if it happens, like, right next to me, I miss it. (laughs) And And because I just don't care about other people's issues and i don't care about yeah. their lives like just i don't care about your stupid drama because mm-hmm. it's stupid yeah <laughs> yeah mean? so like i'm like the worst person for it i remember at uni um so i went on tour and like mm-hmm. um then there was a group of girls who didn't go on tour yeah um this is like on um a sports tour like mm-hmm. so and I, I i was there i was given the mission to be telling to be filling people in on gossip and whatever mm-hmm. i was trying got my hardest to kind of get all the gossip and everything and, I, and like literally i'd fill people in this much and then when i came back i would hear about so much more things happened every time i would go to sleep <laughs> like, <laughs> there'd always be part of the story that i've missed out on and i was like wait what oh. i was like wait that happened that day i was like no it didn't this is where my story ended like yeah but this person said this and i was like yeah oh like you guys just leave me alone i don't even like trying to find out the gossip and you got me here trying mm. to find out gossip and i don't i'm not good at it and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so even now i was bad at but yeah yeah um what i thought was really good was that in the pimlico academy they um uh, the students did a walkout in protest yeah and i love this I because love like i i actually like kind of look back at my school days there's no way that we could have done a walkout no, we would have all, all got detention like i remember there was a time when um someone started a petition for something mm-hmm. and this is primary school i think someone started a petition for something i can't even remember what it was mm. and um they got told off for starting a petition a petition Mm. I was like, this is this is a silly thing to do. You're not allowed to do this, blah, blah, blah. Where, where in society, mm-hmm. uh, people start petitions to get change to happen all the time. And mm-hmm. it's like stuff like that. You're like, you're not allowed to do that. And even like, you know, when kids used to sell sweets, they would buy yeah. sweets and sell sweets yeah. on the playground and stuff. Stuff like that. You couldn't do that. They would shout at you. Um, yeah, they'll, take, they'll confiscate the money and they'll confiscate the sweets and um, they'll tell your parents. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why weren't anyone's parents like 
trying to be like actually um my child is an entrepreneur and that's why they're doing Mm -hmm. this like if they have the stock to the sweet shop and these kids don't pass a sweet shop on their way to school that's not my business my (laughs) child has seen a gap in the market and this is what they want to do and they're making a profit and like Mm -hmm. it's like they go these teachers go on like it's bad that these kids are making a 1p profit because that's a that's a stupid amount of profit that they're making really yeah and like why can't they just kind of even be like actually yeah um you guys can do that but we need to just kind of make sure that you're not overinflating your prices you know they could just do that don't overinflate your prices and try and do it in a moral way Mm -hmm. you know whereas instead like like these kids out here on the playground trying to use real maths in real life and um you guys are stopping them from putting the maths that they learned in the classroom into practice Mm -hmm. like it's it's actually ridiculous like yeah it's ridiculous it's so annoying uh, it's not good yeah and back to their walkout I can't imagine a walkout ever happening like where where I live because like if you think about it they're walking Mm. out because their school's multicultural and there are Muslim people there and there are a lot of black people there so they've got enough enough people enough ethnic minorities Mm -hmm. to back this but at my school it was only like 10 of us yeah (laughs) so what would have happened (laughs) nothing and I I think I think it's because of the location that this stuff can happen it makes me think across the UK the amount of schools that probably have these policies in place but don't Mm -hmm. have enough people to back like protesting against them or walking out against them is probably crazy yeah but the thing is though the fact that this has caught onto the news and it was the same with um, the school in um, I'm sure it was school in Enfield or North London that they had a rule about no cane rows and whatever and someone actually went and um, like put it actually blew it up put it on Twitter and then that school got so many phone calls about it and it's like but it's stuff like this gaining traction being on Mm -hmm. the news that people from across the country can see it and be like oh actually these rules actually aren't allowed they're not okay so mm-hmm. let's actually let's actually um go against it and actually yeah. ask them to change it because um i know that my younger cousin's school they had a rule that, that said you can't have cane rows and mm. um and i said and i and i was saying to their mom i was like well that's racist just go to the school and tell them that they can't have mm-hmm. this rule um, yeah. but the mom was like um um, yeah, my auntie was just kind of like, oh no, because um, yeah, I don't want to put their hair in cane rows anyway. It's like, yeah, but that's not the point. Like, yeah, there's only it. there's not that there's probably not many black children there. They mm-hmm. need to they need to get this rule reviewed and taken off because this is not okay. It's a racist rule. This rule has probably been there since what the sixties, mm-hmm. probably earlier. You know, like this rule needs to be taken off. They need yeah, to update it. They need to, it needs to be reviewed because even after that my other auntie went and said oh that's racist and I was like thank you because I think people just think I'm shouting for no reason <laughs> like literally I think people just think yeah. I'm shouting for no reason and like if someone else says it then then maybe they'll listen I don't think they did anything mm. about it but yeah. just this stuff like this like a walkout happening at least it can spur other schools across the country to actually be like actually no we can have a walkout yeah if we all leave lessons they can't, actually can't do anything because mm-hmm. what they're going to do chase us down and force us back in the classroom no they can't they can't do that because they're not legally these teachers aren't allowed to touch us so yeah. like what are they meant to do there's more students than there are teachers if you guys need to have a walkout for good reasons for valid reasons people mm-hmm. then know what 
do your walkouts. Like, like I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we need to keep with these protests. I know that Preeti Patel is trying to, you know, run a bill so there's um they can't so protesting can't be allowed. However, mm-hmm. the fact that um these students have actually gone and led their own protests in their own way, good for you. And I think yeah. like I really think that's well done. And you know what, hats off to you guys. Like, well done. Yeah. Well done. You know, yeah, literally. <laughs> I would have been too scared. Yeah, I would have been too scared. Can you see this in my glasses, Alex? Sorry, it's just this is a separate thing. What, I've got a candle. candle. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't know what's happening, but there's a flame and it's just like, it's not going, but I'm guessing it's going to go in a minute, but it's just like, and I, don't, I just don't know what to do. It's been doing it for like five minutes and I keep trying to blow it, but it's not blowing out. <laughs> that? Is it right at the end? Yeah, it's like bright. It's been at the end for like five minutes and it's just flickering everywhere. Yeah, try blow it out actually because. Yeah. um, Before, because it might burn through the bottom of the. Yeah, shit. Um, What about. you don't put water on fire, do you? I really don't know. No. No. I was going to. Do you have anything to snuff it? Um, Do you have anything to snuff it? Like just to put over it to cancel the oxygen? Not paper or anything. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> something hot. I've got like yeah, an incense this... thing. But, um... Oh, would that snuff out your incense? No, there's no incense in it. It's just like oh, a you thing need that you to, stick like, cover in. to smother the whole flame, hmm. like a like a a jar or something, or just something to put over it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, will this work? Or just wave it about like that. <laughs> This is so annoying. See, anyway, look, we guys, can... and Deanna is failing at blowing out the candles on the birthday cake. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, lie. Um, we can move on to the next topic. I'll just be faffing around while we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so... Oh, next thing. There's too many things, man. <laughs> okay, so the person who made the comment about... Um, about Archie's skin colour or with the concerns on how dark Archie would be when he was born has been revealed apparently it was Princess Anne and like the thing is what I don't get yeah because okay apparently everyone's people aren't surprised that it's Princess Anne because apparently she's racist anyway and she's been openly Mm -hmm. racist and whatever and she and she has been anti-Megan anyway like she didn't like Megan whatever she's horrible about Megan if you guys I, I was reading that is she yeah. Well, if you nasty. guys um actually if you guys watch The Crown, yeah. Um yeah, Princess Anne also didn't really like Diana. Um I feel like Princess Anne is someone who gets very jealous when when there's people in um around the royal family who get really good press, you know, because she wishes that she could have good press. She wishes that she was really pretty and that's what the press will write about. But you know, like Yeah. You know, she apparently, unfortunately, she's not, and you know, she's never in line for line to the throne. So you know, she's just. I think she's just a bit bitter the fact that she don't get no lime limelight. Um, anyway, wow. that's that's from the crown. But we know that the crown, we the crown is gonna be mainly accurate. We know that every, all their guesses are spot on, really. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, what I don't understand, yeah. Okay, this really reiterates why the royal family need new PR. Is that okay? This was Princess Anne, someone that no one even was thinking 
would mm-hmm. be the one who is racist. Yeah, the PR the the PR team said, okay, Charles, post all your pictures with all these black people. William, go to the school with the black head <laughs> teacher so you can and and say that the royal family isn't racist, you know, yeah. in front of a black person, in front of a black person to make sure that you guys look like look like you're not racist. Why was that their response when it wasn't even them two who did it? It wasn't even them who said it. Why was that their response? It made it look like it they was them. better PR because mm-hmm. yes, it did. Like we were just like, nah, it's one of them. It definitely is one of them. After they did that, and it just the PR just made it worse for them. Yeah. Just like. Look, the royal family is racist, okay? The end. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. all I've got to say about this. Just, that's it. Yeah. The royal family yeah. is racist. Like, I just think Princess like, Anne was concerned about this child's skin yeah. colour, which she doesn't even want any kind of relationship with anyway. So, what mm-hmm. is her issue? Why does she yeah, need to have yeah. any kind of conversation? Like, Anne was just I can nasty, understand why. Like, yeah. And this Lady C as well, she doesn't, she's always seemed a bit crazy. She's the one that come out and said it was Anne, basically. But um, Oh, did she? That, yeah, it was her. But she's um, mad though, isn't she? Yeah. Like she was she, on Big she, Brother, wasn't she? Yeah, no, I'm a celeb, I'm a celebrity. She might have been in Big oh. Brother as well, actually. Um, but she said that Harry and Meghan's relationship is unsustainable. Um, Princess Anne did. And it's like, how do you even know? Like, <laughs> if that was my auntie, I'd be like, excuse Why me. Why do they love this word sustainable? They love Isn't using it? the word sustainable. But they don't even I feel use like, it correctly. Literally, I feel like the word sustainable and sustainability needs to be thrown in the bin. Just like, yeah. I think we should just throw the words away now. Just... Yeah, people have just been yeah. using it wrong all this time. It just needs to be thrown in the bin. Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we're going to be getting onto that as well. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. So, mm-hmm. after everything that we've just spoken about, yeah, the UK has found that the UK is not institutionally racist. <laughs> oh my Finally. gosh. Wow. Racism does not exist in the UK, guys. Guys, like, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel now knowing that the UK is not institutionally racist? It's so nice to, like, finally see a report that reflects the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like it's just so nice now that I just don't have to worry about going into any workplace and getting racial abuse because, obviously the UK is not institutionally racist. Like, I think it's just so nice that now we can walk the streets as black people and um, just not be worried that the police mm-hmm. are going dis- to disproportionately um, stop yeah. and stop and search black men, you know, so nice because, know, because the police force is not institutionally racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like... Yeah, I mean, mad. fantastic. It's great. Fanta- fantastic job. Good um, times. Guys, I'm sure you can tell that we're being extremely sarcastic. <laughs> oh, that, uh, I, it's just like... After all that, the racism we just listed. <laughs> we, listed, we even listed two... No, we listed three institutions in, in every update. We listed an we institution. We didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> In all the like, we listed three institutions um, that clearly 
are slightly being are being racist yeah. and discriminatory mm-hmm. um, to find out that in a recent racial report that the UK is not institutionally racist. Hmm. Well done. It's, well done. It's just. Uh, did you read the report? Did you have a look at it? I didn't read properly? it. I, I went. To, I went to look at it. I did have it. I did mm. get it forwarded to me, but I just yeah. didn't look at it. I was just like, you know what? Just. <laughs> Do I want to read these lies? Do I really want to read the gaslighting? Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm <sighs> like, you, you don't do it because I, I read it and I felt like crying literally after the first few pages. Really? I was literally in bits. I was like, this is actually, this is so triggering. Like, it, the, the whole <sighs> tone was basically, if if you black people stop talking about racism so much, especially you black Caribbeans, if you stop talking about racism so much and just assimilate then eventually it will vanish <laughs> and we won't have to keep talking about these things. Like, because the institutions eventually, were racist, but they're not as racist anymore and we've improved. So, yeah, you've just got to, you've, you've got to stop dwelling on the past and move forward with the times. And that is the tone that I personally got from it. And then to see that everyone else is saying that it's gaslighting and Boris has picked people yeah. that he knows will give him a report that he wants to see and stuff like that it's just a shame as well it's sad i don't it's just very sad like don't you think it's interesting as well that how like okay they know it's gaslighting and that and then they've even spoken about stuff like oh why bame doesn't work it's like we've been telling you that shit doesn't work for all this time and now you're just you're just giving us shit that we've already told you yeah exactly and it's old news and how can you give a shit about the term bame doesn't work and then go mm. and find out that the UK isn't racist when you've been saying BAME all this time. Like, exactly. you haven't wanted to get yeah. rid of it all this time. Yeah. Like, It's the government like, that it's... still uses it because that's a problem yeah. my organisation is having because the government, their official term is BAME. But yeah. people of colour, pe- people, ethnic minorities, we don't like that term because it groups us together yeah. and it doesn't look at our different experiences experiences. the government hasn't updated it yet so we're waiting for the government to decide no we're changing it to this or we're we're breaking things down that but they haven't done it yet so we're waiting on them like (laughs) we're still waiting but like i feel like they need to change it like Mm -hmm. they do for like official reports for statistics because statistics are useless if you say bame because yeah what does that mean like yeah, this amount because of it, people it, it even includes um, travellers as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does, it does. And, and travellers like are, like, are white most of the time, but yeah. their ethnicity, I guess, I think Gypsy is an ethnicity, I'm not too sure, Gypsy Traveller. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gypsy Romany, I think. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't really know. I, we don't, think, I think, they, we think they do fit into BAME. Yeah, so it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, like, I'm sorry, like, and they really tried to group us all together, but literally it would just be easier if you just differentiate and yeah, let us yeah. say what we are and where mm. we are from and just that differentiate. So true. Don't call us BAME. Because- Don't call us people of colour. Don't call us just like, just call us by what we are. I had yeah, an interesting conversation yeah. actually yesterday about, um, you know, about the term mixed race. Yeah. About how it isn't actually like, correct as such because yeah, i've heard that they're going to change it but i don't yeah because apparently just well not apparently just like 
the whole term of race, obviously, it was made up during slavery mm. and it was basically they say mixed race in the sense of white mixed with anything that's non-white and yeah. like like um, black people are subhuman, other races mm. are subhuman and that's where it's come to mixed race because at the end of the day, like there's mm. only one race, really, the human yeah, race. But So yeah, how, yeah. you know, you're talking like other um, ethnicities are of a different species or like a subspecies mm-hmm. to white people and um yeah because i think um yeah because my, my cousin she even said about how like the correct term would be mixed heritage like mm-hmm. you know that yeah. would be correct um that makes yeah. sense because in half some cast. sense half cast is grim like yeah but that's like that's like now a racist slur now yeah exactly you know? casting latin is like um um breed i think so it's like half oh, breed really? <laughs> oh, which means okay, you're half okay. pure no yeah. half in latin means means pure that's it so mm. um that means you're half pure like if you're if you're half white you're half pure you're not fully yeah you're not fully pure you know that reminds me you know like harry potter yeah <laughs> jk rowling is actually she's she's actually yeah. very cheeky because the way she, she brought in she even brought in a whole term to like even kind of replace like the n-word but for magic people you yeah. know like the, the term mudbloods you know <laughs> dirty bloods and it's just like you you've been looking at racism very deeply haven't you she jk has. rowling and the whole thing with half um you know like mm. the 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 um uh, the deaf eaters the pure the yeah yeah <laughs> you know, know the deaf eaters Deaf is like you know in even the, even the thing like with the deaf is and that they even basically their costumes are like the Q, the the KKK, yeah. You know yeah. it's like the pointy hats and whatever. I know, but I know like <laughs> no, but it's like the pointy hats with the mask kind of thing. Mm. Like it's literally but just in black. And I'm like, this woman, she's mm-hmm. she's actually a bit mad. But I know like at the same time, like she could argue the pointy hat of witches and wizards, whatever. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, and then there was, you know, they would call them pure bloods and then half bloods and mm-hmm. they're like, you filthy half breed, like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It has terms like that in the books. And it's just like, it's a bit triggering, isn't woman, it? It is. Because, like, I like, don't get me wrong, like, I do like the Harry Potter books and I have read them multiple times. Mm. But, like, and like, literally, I'll go, I've gone to people and I've had a discussion. I was like, yeah, Harry Potter, it deals a lot with racism. <laughs> And then people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, no, 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 no. Because they talk about racism, yeah? And then mm. they even talk about like other species that aren't being respected, like, yeah. you know, with the house elves and stuff like that. Like house elves don't get respected. Yeah, there's even yeah. a part, there's even a part in the books, yeah, where Hermione is even mm. trying to do, um, no, multiple times. She's tries to, she tries to run for house elf rights, you know and she starts making yeah. badges and stuff for health selves she even did a lot of research and stuff for um you know Hagrid he had his hippogriff there was a whole trial which mm. Hermione did all the research for um you know to try and win this trial for the hippogriff mm. yeah Harry and Ron were being little bitches being angry at <laughs> Hermione for some bullshit reason and Hermione was the only one trying to help Hagrid because she's the only smart one in their little mm. group um you know what? I feel like Harry should put more respect on Hermione's name as well. Harry was a little yeah, bitch. Like, oh, mm-hmm. just like, I actually, I have this thing where I read books and I watch films and I hate the main characters. <laughs> um, and like, Harry Potter 
is one of those series where I frigging cannot stand him, the main character, mm. as a person. I can't stand yeah. him. Like, literally, I look at, like, I'm more on kind of Draco Malfoy's side and the fact, like, why why the fuck <laughs> is this guy so special? You know, like, yeah. why, like, oh, I'm tired of hearing this guy's stupid name. Like, I'm on, I'm on their side, you know. I'm like, I'm tired <laughs> of hearing his frigging name too. I understand why Ron can get a bit jealous sometimes because it's like I'm mm-hmm. sorry Ron being like the youngest brother and like he pretty much gets ignored by everyone and then now yeah. he's in the line now he's in the shadow of his of this stupid best friend like and it's just like <laughs> oh for fuck's sake this guy they're just so they're just so you know they're just so obsessed with his scar on his head and he didn't even do anything like he was just in the wrong place <laughs> wrong time basically like literally and I, I get it I get it and like I can't stand mm. Harry T like I can't stand him like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I don't really like him like I'm not I'm not a massive fan like I enjoy Harry Potter I'm not a massive fan but I find this in in a lot of shows I don't like many of the characters <laughs> there yeah. might be one that I like but yeah. maybe I'm just a hateful person no, oh, well, I feel like pe- I feel like people aren't very good at character development in a lot of these shows character mm. development is actually pure is actually like poor because if you actually sorry sorry guys I'm gonna start talking about anime again <laughs> but <laughs> If you watch, like, there's some kind of, like, okay, even if we just stick to Studio Ghibli films, the character mm. development and the world building in those films mm. is fantastic. And then mm. you go and watch shit like Harry, Harry Potter and, like, just, like, this guy, oh, he's got a scar on his head. He's got a scar on his head and green eyes and, you know, he's, mm. he's average at magic. And we're meant to like him. Like, he's average. <laughs> He's yeah. average at best, you know, like mm-hmm. he's literally an average boy. And yeah, then, and it's like sometimes I do feel sorry for him because, like, he is actually not looking for trouble. Well, no, mm. in a lot of the books, he's looking for trouble. But, you know, when it gets to um, year nine for them, um, book four, when it's the, the games, the Triwizard Cup, mm. um, that guy was not looking to be in no Triwizard Cup. He was just like, he just wanted to watch and he was just like, oh, I'm ready to be in the background this time. Like, he was ready to be cheering on. Like, he wanted to be cheering on Cedric Diggory with the rest of them. And then, you know, obviously, you know, um, worst comes to worst, turn of events, you know, they they rigged the cup so his name was in there and he had to he had to proceed. (laughs) And then everyone wanted to hate him and his friend fell out with him because like, oh, you always want the limelight. And he was like, I actually Mm. don't. <laughs> I actually just want I actually just want to sit back and be average with the rest yeah, of you. Lot, he, wants, but nah. he wants a mediocre you know, life, but he's not he allowed. He does. You know, and he actually tries to be mediocre most of the time. Like mm, you know, he's he a mediocre boy. He wants mm-hmm. a mediocre life, but this snake guy is obsessed with him. Like it's literally <laughs> like, why are you obsessed with me? Why are you obsessed with me? Oh my god. Like it's literally like Leanne from Love Island. And yeah. um <laughs> Yeah. But like, sorry, where did we come? How did I get we here? We were talking about the race football. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, no, it kind of lines up though, because all of it is just a mess. So it is. everything yeah, there like was a mess and the report's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. JK Rowling, very observant with racism. Like, yeah. Yeah. That woman. Like, <laughs> We know that woman's got issues. We know that she's not like we don't really. We try not to support her too no, openly because she's transphobic. She wants to be transphobic. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not here for that. 
And I mm-hmm. don't believe it. You know, when she wants to try and like, she comes later saying, oh yeah, actually um, Dumbledore was gay. It's like, look, bitch, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. You're just making yeah. things up afterwards because you just want people to still be talking about and you still want to yeah. be relevant. And then as well, she wants to be like, oh yeah, Hermione was meant to be black. No, I actually don't mm-hmm. believe that because I'm sorry, there are black characters in that book, like side mm-hmm. characters, and you can actually tell that they're black. One by the, kind of like their names. Mm-hmm. Two, she describes like, you know, like there's a boy who does the announcements and they cast him as black yeah. in the films yeah. for the Gryffindor days and he had locks. She describes him to have locks. So I'm sorry, mm. she doesn't like describe Hermione's hair as an afro. Like she does say that it's a bushy. And if 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 mm. Hermione was meant to be black and that's how she described Hermione's hair as a mm-hmm. bushy mane, I feel like that's very discriminative and um, I'm not here for it. I think it's racist. So I'm going to say that Hermione isn't black because but otherwise JK Rowling is racist. Yeah, like if Hermione <laughs> was supposed to be black, then why did they hire a white person to play the role? Like, why yeah. did they hire I don't think Emma she was black. Watson or whatever her name is? Yeah, yeah exactly. like, it makes no sense. She's lying. I, like, I feel like Hermione Hermione and as well because as well like if we if we go by the books again like it will start kind of showing self-hate in Hermione (laughs) if she was black because Mm. it goes there's a there's it gets to like kind of book three book four where um Hermione straightens her hair Mm. and then Harry kind of looks twice like because they're like oh my gosh Hermione your hair's straight blah 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 and then they look then he kind of thinks actually Hermione your hair has been getting a lot less um bushier than like than previous years so like every year Hermione is kind of like learning like magic techniques yeah. and, or like finding straighteners or whatever to kind of like have oh, her hair God. a bit more smooth yeah. and less bushy so I'm sorry if Hermione is black why are you perpetuating self-hate in the black community <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> yeah as She's... well like I'm sure Angelina Johnson in the books is kind of described as having braids and like most most black girls going to a boarding school mm-hmm. would go with braids so and that yeah. would be it so that's why I don't believe Hermione is black because you mm. know you know we need to be looking after hair and all of that mm-hmm. her parents her black parents wouldn't send her to magic boarding school somewhere in Scotland you know to um, <laughs> just with no hair products come on now please with no plaits yeah. come on they nah. just send Hermione's her and they're like work it out for yourself you you yeah. learn some skills you learn some tricks you can do it literally. yourself literally like her <laughs> like her parents don't care for her parents actually like her you know now nah, that's yeah. why i say hermione isn't black that's why i say that and that's why i mm-hmm. say she's just jumping on the bandwagon and like i think it's fine that they're casting hermione as black in um mm. the new play in the new yeah. um in the theater yeah. productions and that i think it's fine like i think it's mm-hmm. like and I think it's okay to have interpretations of, oh, Hermione could be black, blah, blah, blah. I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think she would have dealt with a lot more discrimination being black and being muggle-born. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's just what I want to say. That's why I don't believe she's black because she would have had discrimination against her teachers in that school as well. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, she wouldn't have been the favourite. Come on now. Let's make it real. Let's be real. Yeah, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Race report. Yeah. Um, gaslight basically this report is just gaslighting us basically it's just gaslighting us it's trying to just tell us that racism doesn't exist and it came to the conclusion racism the UK is not institutionally racist and then they even had the audacity the gall to say um, other European countries should use the UK as a model (laughs) Mm. 
It's just <laughs> the oh audacity. I can't even breathe. Like they I can't. Really I can't said breathe. It. <laughs> they said it, <sighs> and they even said, "Oh yeah, we should just put some more police out there." They really mm. like. The thing is, they cannot. Men- they cannot say that institutional racism has vanished in certain areas but it still exists in other areas it's like that's not how white supremacy works that is not how this capitalist system works it's not say it again louder for the for the uk race report (laughs) i just i really i really i don't understand how you can say that it's gone in this area but it's still popping up over here but like this still sometimes happens, but it doesn't yeah. happen as much as it did in the past. So it doesn't. Oh, it, the, the evidence yeah. that we received but, 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 is not good enough. Uh, I, don't, know, I don't understand. Black, black boys are still being um, stopped three times more. Yeah. Like, well, not. I don't even. That's a fake statistic. We know that black men are just being eight. stopped. I think it's eight general. times more. Eight times more than white their white counterparts on the street by police for stop mm. and search. We like you know, but. Oh, although that's happening, the UK still isn't racist. I even heard this yeah. was on. Um, I was listening to Kalechi's podcast. Apparently, in Manchester, mm-hmm. um, the police are tasering more mm-hmm. black people more I than they that. are white people, and tasering yeah. black children. Yeah, and they taser eleven-year-old people with special needs. That is disgusting. It's mad, like, isn't it? The trauma and like there could be like long damage issues from being tasered mm-hmm. as well. That Definitely. is disgusting. I think tasers are literally they're a violent weapon. They should not be in mm-hmm. the hands of the police. At yeah, all. did you see Retri 2's um, dad get tasered down the stairs? Trigger warning. Oh my god. That yeah, video that was, was when they horrific. went and just, that was when they yeah. just forced themselves inside the yeah, house. Yeah. That yeah, would like honestly, drive me. I, I don't know what I'd do if someone tried to do and that the to thing my dad. Is, if that wasn't Wretch Free Two's dad, that video would not be. Yeah, it wouldn't get exactly. as much as the. Not that it wouldn't go viral. Probably could still. Mm. However, it wouldn't get as much gravity as yeah. it because when these rappers are getting stopped in their cars and politicians as well, yeah, are getting stopped <laughs> in their cars, and Athletes, they want anything. to say athletes yeah when that one video of um the bianca. athlete and her boyfriend yeah. yeah bianca with their newborn baby in the back that was horrific and they as dragged well. him they dragged him from the car talking about oh they handcuffed both such... of them. but there's a baby mm-hmm. why are they gonna be having drugs or weapons when there's there's a whole baby they look just they're just living their life looking after their child that mm. that girl is has medals yeah <laughs> this is why they can afford this shit. They're mm-hmm. bo- both of them are athletes. They can afford shit. And you guys are stopping them with their newborn child in the car. And I'm sorry, we don't, you do not know what trauma you are causing on that child, on that yeah. baby, because baby. that is traumatic for a baby. That is traumatic because mm. you don't know what these baby, what the babies are picking up. You know, mm-hmm. they can hear everything. They're picking it up. That that subconsciously will still be yeah. in their mind while they are developing, and Definitely. this is what you guys want to do. And bearing in mind, no. this is during a pandemic as well. When, yeah, like, to be honest, like pregnant women, women that have just had a child, they're probably quite vulnerable still. A baby mm-hmm. is vulnerable, especially like after a lot of a lot of pregnant women were giving birth alone because the yeah. stupid pandemic wanted to be like, oh yeah, you can't have anyone in there. 
fuck off. Yeah. That was bullshit. That that whole time was bullshit. That wasn't fair for all those mm-hmm. mothers who had to give a birth alone. That was not fair. And that was mm-hmm. that was not on. That wasn't right. I, I just nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, it's just so sad. It's so sad. It is. It is. And like I'm just Nah, just oh, but remember the UK isn't isn't is no longer institutionally racist. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what they found. You know, it doesn't matter that all of these things happen. It doesn't even matter that now we even have smartphones to record it all and mm-hmm. to put it, and we even have social media to share it or to share it with everyone around the world. Um, this report just shows that oh, we see your videos. However. Mm. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's not. The, like, it's not just videos. It's reports. <laughs> There's thousands of reports that say this area is racist. This area is racist. Yeah, but there are statistics. No, this this report is literally like this is like HR. I've been told this. I was yeah, told this. Yeah, being like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, mm. but that this is what that is what mm-hmm. that report says. I'm sorry you feel that way. But like literally, and I was told that when I went to address the person who was HR mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for being an asshole to me, mm. and I went to address it with her because it's like, no, what? I have to address it. Like yeah. I'm not having someone shouting and stamping their foot on me one day, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna talk to them the next day and mm. be like, your behaviour <laughs> was yeah. it, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I went and just said, but I said my piece I was like, look, I didn't like that you shouted at me. Oh, I'm mm. sorry you feel that way. I didn't shout. It's like, you shouted. There were other people in mm-hmm. the office to see you shout. You even went mm-hmm. to the guy on the stairs. When I stormed out, you even went to the guy on the stairs who works with me and said, oh, I think I upset Alex. You even <laughs> said that. So you know, mm. <laughs> you know that you shouted. <laughs> You know that you're shouting, having a tantrum, stamping your foot because you can't read a frigging spreadsheet. So you know that's what <laughs> happened. Um, and then the response was, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, get out. The gaslighting, that the gaslighting. Mm. Is, yeah, um, and that, that's nah, the thing with the, this kind of stuff, racism in the UK anyway, because like, first of all, your experiences aren't enough for people yeah. to acknowledge them and then do something about it. And then and it's the fact that they that, don't believe us. They don't yeah, want exactly. to believe it. They don't believe. Yeah. And then when the stats come out, that's not that's enough. Not like enough. stats and reports, <laughs> that's not enough. So like, what is ever going to be enough for people to actually listen? Like it's going to have to be protests. And this is why protests happen because people aren't listened to when they, they raise their concerns, they raise their experiences, they bring no, the receipts to when, the table. When we, when we protest, it's like, oh, it's those Black Lives Matters again. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, what it is. Literally, we're, we're those Black Lives Matters again. That's what the protests come to. Even when it's just like, even if it's a protest that isn't, and then they use us as a comparison <laughs> to other protests, saying this isn't Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah. for people to be this angry, this isn't Black Lives Matter. Oh, for mm. when violent when violence breaks out with the police, this isn't Black Lives Matter because only those blacks deserved the police being violent towards yeah. them. So you know what? You know what? Fuck off. Nothing. Nothing's work. <laughs> nothing works. Nothing works. This report nothing is proof that nothing works. Yeah, they they saw yeah. our protests. They saw our they saw our experiences. They've seen our videos. They've seen the reports and the statistics, and they mm. said the UK is not institutionally racist. <laughs> 
honestly, what what can you do? Like, what? Uh, I just, I'm just at a stage now where country. I'm just so drained. Yeah, like, I, I want to get to the Caribbean. <laughs> Literally, I want to get to the Caribbean, but, like, unfortunately, like, I was born here. Like, yeah, me too. You know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, we'd love to go to the Caribbean. Like, you know, all you, all you white supremacists saying, go back to your own country. Like, yeah, bitch, I was to. born here. I was born here, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> What what country do you want me to go to? Oh, That's but it's thing, okay because it? the UK like, will strip I- sisters and the ships either way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> literally. But that, that's literally the thing, right? So where would I go for starts? My dad was born here. I was born here. I'm literally, I'm so English. But I'm not, I wouldn't claim that I'm English, but I am very much English. I'm a lot yeah. more English than what people might think if they look at me. But... Like telling me to go home. I where where am yeah, I going? Where? I am home. Unfortunately, I am home. <laughs> I don't did have see, anywhere um, else. Did you see the video of David Lammy arguing with um, an old woman on LBC yeah. about being yeah. English? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, this guy. Yeah, I, I just think it gets to a stage where you need to just stop. Like, literally, you don't have to keep stop. trying to convince why? people you're English. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, literally, I don't understand why these black people are going on LBC. LBC is known to be racist anyway. Oh, like, and it? it's the, an the, awful the, channel. The hosts are racist, and their callers are racist. So <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Why are you humouring them? Why are you arguing with them? Telling telling them that you're English. Like, I can't yeah, even represent. Literally, I can't even represent with being English because it's like I don't understand what that means. I no, feel like there's no what's English I don't culture. Get what it means colonization. That's it. it. <laughs> Literally, English culture. Like <laughs> the thing is, like I feel like we, I feel like this whole country reflect reflectively only becomes mm. English when it's the World Cup and the England yeah, honestly, team are playing. It's just that's it's it. just sports and that's it. Yeah, that's literally and, it. And like literally, the whole country doesn't become English and, until England is playing something and it's usually football. <laughs> usually football. Because yeah. like, you know, because it's like for, because athletics, it's team GB. Yeah, true. You know, and even with football, like you can't get a break there either. You can't catch a break because the fucking football fans are all racist and as soon as exactly. like, a black player that's kicks why the ball all the wrong way. The cl- that's, why all, um, that's why they all own the England flags. <laughs> they wear their England flag like merchandise everywhere. Literally, <laughs> oh. you know, like, um, yeah. Anyway, guys, 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 we're in a UK that is not institutionally ra- racist. We got there, guys. We got there. Thank God. <laughs> you know, thank you know. This is great. Anyway, um, I think that's enough ranting on that subject. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So there's been a new documentary on Netflix called Seaspiracy. I've also seen Mm -hmm. one called Cowspiracy, but I'm not ready to watch it. I've seen that. I've seen that. Have you watched it? Was that out before? Yeah. 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 I'll watch I'll watch that one soon. Um, Anyway. Mm. Yeah. So there's um, a documentary called Seaspiracy, guys. Which, uh, what did you, what did you think of it? You know what? The, not gonna lie, the main guy was winding me up. Like, 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just that rich boy. It's that rich boy like yes. lifestyle where it's like, let me just hop on a plane to Hong Kong and watch some wows. And like, yeah. okay. And like, let let me just let me just go to Japan and tell them to stop to stop killing yeah. the whales. Like literally, and like, just he literally storm into offices. Like, excuse me, do yeah. you know that you're doing this wrong? I was like, all right, Karen, <sighs> fucking hell. Literally, yes, literally. <laughs> so yeah, this guy. So I just think. This guy was not cut out for what he was going to discover no, on this documentary. He was crying, he was traumatised. Yes, well, I'm not even surprised that he was traumatised, but he was mm. not ready. He he was not ready to be finding out the things he was finding out. But like, mm. I feel like in true um, white privileged rich boy nature, mm. he went putting his nose in things that weren't his business and found out truths <laughs> that he would have rather have not have known. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like it was a really good documentary, guys. Watch it. Um, yeah. But I think he definitely went into it very naively because um, mm-hmm. he, he went the in there. No, he did not. He went in there thinking, okay, yeah, whaling, people are killing whales. Mm-hmm. Why are they killing the whales? Why, why do they need to kill whales like whales are lovely let the whales be in the ocean and mm. um, yeah let's stop them killing the whales that's what he went there starting to do like Deanna was saying he went into corporations <laughs> <laughs> banging on doors being like do you know that you're killing whales and stuff like that yeah. then he went to Japan to find out why they were killing whales like because of the story of um, when Japan they, this was, uh, I think, probably last year or maybe the year before, yeah, yeah, when yeah. Japan, um, they decided that they wanted to back out of the worldwide deal of um, whaling. So there was, um, yeah, there was a ban on whaling, which mm-hmm. is, you know, um, f- killing whales, fishing for whales, basically. Um, I know that in Japan, like, whale meat is actually a delicacy, um, and yeah. has been for like quite many many years, um, mm-hmm. which I think that might be the reason for why they decided. Know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck this shit. We're gonna we're gonna carry on getting our well mm-hmm. getting our well meat. And you know what? After I feel like kind of after watching the documentary and seeing mm-hmm. like the bigger picture of everything, which we will get to, guys. I don't think I can blame Japan. I think they just was like, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Um, you guys are doing far worse. And mm. let us have our traditional, like, delicacy kind of Definitely. thing. I think we what we do over here is a lot worse than how they treated those whales. Like, I know the whales, you see... Mm. You see the blood and you see like yeah. how red the blood is and the sea and like mm-hmm. it's just awful the, and it's it so was sad. When, it was worse when he came full circle to, was it Denmark and watched yeah. them, their, sustain, their sustainable whaling. I felt yeah, like that exactly. was that a was lot worse. worse. That was, and they were crying. Did you hear them cry? Yeah. Oh my God, that, that yeah. just hit me. I felt like crying myself. That but, was, um, yeah, that was what, hard to what watch. What we do over here to animals in slaughterhouses is a lot worse than that because we talk to them and we like... Mm-hmm artificially inseminate them aka we rape animals yeah. we stick things yeah. inside of them we taser yeah. them we cut off their towels we cut off their teeth without any anesthetic we do awful mm-hmm. things and we keep them alive for as long as or as short as the time that we can and we kill them when they're children like we're awful mm-hmm. to animals out there they'll do their bits so they'll 
from the the documentary, you see that they herd the wows into one area and then they slit their throats, which obviously yeah. is awful. It, anything like but any kind of death to me is awful, I but f- that's not. I feel like as that torturous. was more decent than some yeah. of the things that we saw. Like, okay, so this documentary, so it starts off with him. First, he wants to go to Japan, find out why they're whaling, blah blah blah. Mm. Takes him, to, takes him to Hong Kong, where um, he starts looking into the shark. There's delicacy of shark fin um, mm-hmm. that they eat in Hong Kong, and the shark fin industry is really big. So, um, yeah, a lot of sharks are being killed um, just for the fins. Mm. Um, which yeah I think is very unfortunate and it is partly messing up the food chain but not um, anyway but from what he discovers not as big as the fishing industry in general so Mm -hmm. basically at the moment we are in um, consumerism has caused us to be in this um, in this situation where it's the overfishing which is killing the ocean basically Mm. overfishing for consumerism because the fishing industry is a multi-billion dollar industry so Mm. he started off with first with the whales then going to the sharks then finding out that more sharks and more whales and dolphins also dolphins are dying um because he also saw that um the one of the industries they were killing the dolphins for mm. no reason they were just killing the dolphins um because yeah. it meant oh and this is what led him onto the fishing industry they were killing the dolphins so there'd be more fish for them to fish because yeah. then the dolphins aren't eating the fish then they can have more to yeah. catch um so yeah so they were killing dolphins anyway so started with that then it got to him looking at the fishing industry seeing that the fishing industry with their overfishing they are actually killing more sharks dolphins etc through a bycatch which is basically Mm. they're doing their fishing and they're also sharks and dolphins etc are getting caught in the nets also um and that's how they're dying um they get caught in the nets. They throw them back to sea, but it's too late. They're already dead by the time that they mm-hmm. throw them back in. Um, so he was found out that a lot more were dying through that. He then starts to discover even darker things with the fishing industry. Mm. Yeah. So while he was running into corporations being like, why are you saying that your tuna is dolphin safe and all this stuff? Like... Mm. Like um <laughs> he was so annoying. Literally. So basically he was trying to argue why why are you saying that it's dolphin safe and you're you're advertising your tuna as dolphin safe, but have you can you ensure that? And then they were coming back saying like there's no there's no such thing as dolphin safe tuna. Yeah. There's no yeah. dolphin safe fish at all because they will get caught in bycatch yeah. and there's no way to enforce it. Then That's so he went interesting. on to that that company basically exists to say, like to give give everyone a sticker saying this this fish is tuna, mm-hmm. fr- uh, this fish is dolphin and free. But yeah, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, but it what it is, is though that it's just it's that's that's label is only there so they can sell more tuna because mm-hmm. people look at their label and think oh okay they're sustainably fishing but they're not okay mm-hmm. like these labels 
like your your tuna is not dolphin safe it's not shark safe like these animals are dying as well um mm. And it's also, and it just kind of goes back because the company that basically owns pretty much all the wildlife charities and also mm. um, it's a corporation called for enforcing dolphin safe tuna, etc. these labels, <laughs> um, they pretty much own every single wildlife charity. And I just think, don't you, and they also own a lot of the fishing industry, which I find very interesting, you know, so... Mm them throwing that dolphin safe label so they can sell more fish um we'll just go back in their pockets and this is why i find charities very smelly in general like Mm. i am not i'm always funny about all these charities because these charities for since since uh, for my whole life these charities Mm. have been oh solving the water crisis solving world hunger dolphins say fishing they've been doing this for my whole Mm. life however we still have famine why they keep saying every year that that bench point that year point of when there'll be water all across africa keeps getting moved back why why is why is this keep Mm. getting moved back like because i'm sorry you guys putting your money into these charities is just funding them like it's just funding these rich people it's not That's actually doing anything charities or like yeah. local charities it just like you you know most of the time that these the, big corporations, the people yeah. who run it are volunteers and mm-hmm. they don't use big pr and marketing stunts they're just doing exactly. the stuff on the front line because i'm um, sorry so people for need how to be long for how long did we watch did we see the same adverts for um children in need the exact same advert mm. of the same of the same black child with the flies on his face the same child every time you mm-hmm. know and they just get them at the right time so it looks like they've got tears in their eyes and they'll watch the tear drop down that same the same video every Mm. single year they used to play that video at school all the time all the time and it's just like you guys can't even be bothered to get new footage and it's just like um, but it's like why is it that you're and you guys are just so obsessed with watching black children in trauma and it's just like go film mm-hmm. the white kids in the in the flats, please, who are starving. Because mm-hmm. I'm in sorry, England, there's a lot of children yeah. who are starving in this UK. Go and film them. You're not filming them, you know. Only the mm-hmm. only people who's feeding those those kids is Marcus Rashford. So like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> in it. But they literally like, those charities, the international ones that used to do the. I don't know if they still do it as much. I, I think I see it every now and then, like when I'm on a tube. There's like a little advertisement. But like, I think they they were so uh, they basically led with the um, stereotypes and mm-hmm. the like perpetuating the, the horrible stereotypes about yeah. Africa. Like they're all poor, yeah. they all smell, they all like sit around in muddle day when it's like yeah. That's not you, it. It's, it's just like, white saviorism because we own these charities and they're like, oh, we're doing something great for the poor African kids, and you're not. You're making you're no. making African people look like they're a mess. <laughs> yeah, because when I because when I actually started to meet more people, like um, like more of my friends and more um, kind of like Africans at uni, and like I'll just ask them. I was just like, who grew up? They like either grew up in Ghana or Nigeria, mm. etc. And I just asked them. I was like, oh, what what was it like? And then I had one friend telling me like how he um, how he used to fetch water, and then one time he dropped the bucket with the water and the bucket cracked and he was just like oh whoops and he just went back home 
And he was just like, and I was like, yeah, but then what? What did you do? He was just like, well, there's no water. I cracked the bucket. So what can I do? Like, it's like, what am I meant to do? And like, you know, and it's just stuff like that. And like, I've just literally actually spoken to people and it's like, really what they are perpetuating is that mm. it's just it's propaganda it's it's just a yeah. false narrative and it's just disgusting what they're trying to mm. show us here for us to think oh look at those africans you know and it's just yeah it's disgusting they, especially they give like, black people yeah. the same kind of advertisement um they use the same methods as what they use to promote animal yeah. charities like the sad yes. animals like laying around in the cold in the cold or in, yes. in the really hot heat they're doing the exact same with black people yeah and it's because like, they had the exact same so bad. Ad- there was the exact same advert for a donkey yeah and a donkey <laughs> literally with the fly in its eye <laughs> for the donkey literally the exact same oh. advert i swear they probably filmed that advert in the same day like yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like, okay let's get shots of the donkey and like uh, anyway so the charities are smelly Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? So we got to okay. So they there are people they have there are official people who would mm. be told to go on these boats. Yeah, the observers. In this, yeah, to observe to check that they are dolphin safe, etc. To which people said they can be bribed, or mm-hmm. a lot of them we're missing at sea conveniently that's so scary that is so so scary terrifying. fuck being an observer I'd never ever do that that's no, a job I'd never want to do <laughs> terrifying they, they are just because these people if they can't be bribed they said that they'd be thrown overboard I think this is when this guy I think this is when this guy first thought wait what the fuck wait i came here yeah. to save whales like this is literally this is when this guy first thought the fuck like yeah yeah you saw him gulp and sweat but he's too nosy too fast <laughs> that he's like okay let me let me keep going let me find out what more i can find out so now he's angry okay they're killing people but you know i'm still mm. angry about these whales you know and this is the thing because you know like when you get these environmentalists they, mm. and like i get it that you know their life are like for these animals sustainability mm-hmm. but i feel like they value animal life over human life mm, yeah Do you know what i, I mean? mean yeah i feel like that is the thing because that wasn't enough to scare him off he was like okay carry on um he then went to thailand um to see about the shrimping mm. industry over there fishing industry there and um he gets into thailand he has an interpreter the interpreter is saying don't fill my face Mm. because I can get hunted down for helping you. Okay, go to Thailand. Now they're speaking to um, some some men who are talking about their experience in slavery mm-hmm. on fish, fishing for the fishing industry because for us to buy, um, for fish to be so cheap um, and all of that, it's not sustainable clearly not possible Mm. that it's slave labor which can and i'm i'm going to refer this back to last week's episode to primark you guys think you can buy your clothes so cheaply someone is not getting paid for you to be buying clothes Mm. that cheap um and that's it that's what you need to know 
there's there's a lot of people like modern day slavery is a real thing and um mm-hmm. yeah and that's what you need to know when you're buying all your fast fashion pieces and you're buying things for mm-hmm. so cheaply you know like you need to think someone is not getting paid um yeah, but we know definitely. who is getting paid the big the big companies who own mm. the place they are getting paid but someone down yeah. the line is not getting paid um, I think as well when people say like they're feminists they they agree with equal rights they agree with black lives matter they agree with everything like you've also got to put that into practice as well like if you can afford to not buy from primark and you can afford to not buy from boohoo pretty little thing Misguided. nasty girl all of these all of these companies mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be doing it like if you know you know that there's a lot of ex- exploitation involved in the creation of your clothing just don't do it mm-hmm. if you can afford not to. Just don't do it. Yeah. You don't need some of these cheaply made dresses or, yeah. you know, cheap shoes. There's there's that much you're... nicer outfits out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's the same outfits out there. There's the outfits that yeah. are like the real ones that aren't the dupes that you Uncopied, can invest stolen from in. black, black designers. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember... Um, uh, Fisayo, um, she uh, who, who's the owner of Kai Collective. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah, love the yeah. yeah, I love her dresses. I love, I love yeah, everything. They're so pretty. And she had to, um, she had to recently put a lawsuit on oh, who was it? Was it it was Boohoo or Pretty Little Thing? It was, was one it? of them, um, for like stealing the guy print of her dresses of her viral, her viral dresses, guys. This dress <laughs> broke the internet like literally the the site got shut down when she first brought out this dress mm-hmm. because everyone was trying to buy it yeah at the same yeah. time and um they've been stealing the print and putting it on some really tacky designs um but yeah and it's just like <sighs> you know at the end of the day like these places and they just want to exploit you know mm-hmm. exploit black creators and then it goes right mm-hmm. down into unfortunately like modern day slavery it's um, mad as well it's so mad yeah anyway so he was talking to um the the guys who were forced into slavery they kind of said how it happened like and literally mm. like even one of one of the guys stories was like oh he went to the, he went for a drink with the captain and the captain was like and the captain was being all buddy buddy pally pally and you know they had a good time then he was just like yeah yeah got mm. a job for you you know fishing blah, blah blah and then he got on the boat and that was the end of it that was the end of their friendship and you know he yeah. was getting beaten and everything and they and He's they said tortured. that they yeah and they were all like oh i was on the ship for 10 years i was on there for six <sighs> years i was on there for 14 Imagine. years like they had mental health people, problems and stuff as well like they were miserable course. like really miserable and they said if they were sick they'd get beaten if whatever like and this is happening guys in real life mm. this is happening and um like obviously all of these people's identities were concealed but i just i just pray because like i'm sorry the the messiness of this guy we don't know what mm-hmm. trails he left like because he could just fuck off out of thailand because yeah. like basically the police had heard about it and mm. started going to the location so they all had to dip quick but i'm just mm-hmm. like i just really hope that and i pray that these 
people who were involved were not hunted down, that there was no mention of any names, that nothing got out, that they weren't seen near that place or anything. Mm-hmm. I just pray that they weren't seen and they and that they are safe because while this documentary is out, you know, good it's good on this guy now because mm-hmm. you know he's getting his money from this documentary but there's people's mm-hmm. lives you know at yeah. risk like he's fine he's british you know he's yeah. he's a yeah. tourist he's fine they can just and the, and he's white they can just go around the world do whatever the fuck they want yeah. put their noses in business that isn't Take to do with them from people mm-hmm. yeah and just and just they'll be fine um yeah so that happened Anyway, so now he's back in the UK. He's there being naive again, being like, I did not I did not expect this journey to take me here. Mm. Like I was just at a point where it's just like I was depressed, traumatized, blah blah blah. I did not expect mm-hmm. this. Then we got an email from Denmark, something a trip that we booked a long time ago when I thought that whaling was the problem. And um, we weren't going to go. Then we've just thought, okay, let's just go. It's booked. Mm. <laughs> they went <laughs> They went to Denmark because there was um, a thing that they said was sustainable whaling. Mm. Literally, I don't know what they're saying is sustainable about this because I don't... How is it sustainable for them? Basically, what they did, they herded all the whales into one area and they went with their frigging harpoons, all sorts of... Mm javelins and whatever running into the water screaming and killing all these poor whales like babies as well like baby whales there's a pregnant whale and everything Mm. and they had them all lined up dead and this is meant to be sustainable whaling because they only do it once every how many years but how is it sustainable they do it once every how many years but they probably heard in as all those whales that are going to be all of different ages similar ages and that wipes out a whole kind of generation of whales um somewhere pregnant Mm. so then those whales aren't going to be there you know and that just basically waits for whatever whales are out there to grow up for them to be killed after in a few years like yeah, how sickening. is that sustainable that's not sustainable um they're saying that this is sustainable whaling this is not sustainable um no. and like just watching that at the end i was just like this is just like this is just the last thing and mm-hmm. what pissed me off the most oh actually i wanted to mention as well um something else um he spoke about the fishing industry and the smiley pirates like there was a brief mention on this and i just thought and i just thought it was interesting like this was just such a brief brief mention how basically um the agenda of of these big countries they are going out into waters that aren't theirs and fishing in territories that do not belong to them so for example with some um, Somalia when the people the local fishermen go into their boats and start arming themselves to get them out of their waters which I believe they have every right in doing Mm-hmm. They get labelled as pirates now, which isn't that interesting. There is a boat, there is an illegal fishing vessel in their waters. When they defend it, they are termed mm-hmm. as pirates. 
And basically, so, but then this has now caused a shortage of fish for the local fishermen of um, places like in Africa, etc., because these uh, from these big countries that want to be fishing mm. illegally in waters that don't belong to them, stealing stealing all of their fish. So when pe- mm-hmm. the local and overfishing, we need to understand this is overfishing as well, stealing yeah. it all, leaving them with nothing for then now when the local fishermen are trying to fish, they they had people in small yeah they're starving Mm -hmm. they have fishermen in small canoes going up in middle in the middle of the ocean going up to these vessels asking for something to eat because they've stolen all the fish and it's like that Mm. and it's dangerous they weren't wearing life jackets guys like it was it's dangerous and it's like and they have been labeled as pirates and i just think it's interesting how um our our media loves to Mm. um distort and portray things in the opposite light because this is what they've been doing for years guys and it's they're still doing it now we've seen it like while yeah we are seeing through it with Meghan Markle but you need to mm-hmm. understand that all the news we are getting is filtered and has been doctored for us to see in a different light like all these friggin' wars that they're fighting for whatever reason we do not know and they're putting all these wars in the newspapers or oh, we've won the war we've won this like why are you in their country in the first place bitches like why are you there yeah why are you there yeah. um and that's what like i'm sorry we need to be understanding like why are they distorting the news we can't believe the news that they put out to us if they're putting it out mm-hmm. believe that there is another agenda behind it believe that there is another agenda um mm-hmm. yeah so there was that as well anyway so what pissed me off the most sorry i know i've been ranting anyway what pissed me off the most was this at the end of this okay so conclusion we should stop eating fish yeah i was gonna say this (laughs) (laughs) like like, diana i know you're vegan but (laughs) yeah well, I, I agree with it to some extent. Like consumerism is one of the reasons why they're fishing so much because there is also mm-hmm. a demand. But at the same time, when you know that you're fucking killing the planet by overfishing, maybe your company should have some sort of responsibility and be like, mm, mm-hmm. we, we need to slow it down. But that that's just not a thing when, you know, people are selfish, people want to make money. They know they'll make money this way. So they'll d- just destroy mm-hmm. the planet because basically fishing nets are one of the highest... Industry. Yeah, that's, that's mad. That's mad. See, mad. guys, they keep coming back yeah. to us with recycling. You guys need to be doing this for the planet, but it's the fishing nets which are the highest, the highest yeah. contributor yeah. of rubbish in the ocean um, mm-hmm. and plastics in the ocean. It's, it's almost fifty percent, isn't it, or um, just over fifty percent? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, they're the contributors of the trash not that the is killing the marine yeah not 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 your plastic straws mm-hmm. it's the tra- like even though i think it's good that we've changed it but i think all these little changes that they're making it's like it's yeah. such a small thing and it's like it's like a minor thing that the government is like yeah let's just change plastic straws and cotton buds to mm-hmm. to paper and um yeah yeah then people can think that we're doing something literally just just to, so it is embarrassing because they they really think that they're they're really trying to divert um our gaze from what the real cause yeah. is they're not telling yeah. us what the real cause is and understand guys that 
overfishing is an even bigger killer of the ocean than the oil spills. Mm-hmm. Mad. Can you even believe that? Can you believe that the overfishing and because the the mm-hmm. nets that they have, they are wiping the whole f- seabed and killing everything. Yeah. Um, it's killing the coral, like the, all the habitats, mm-hmm. like literally it's dragging. Because the coral can't survive from nets without, on the floor. Yeah, the coral can't survive without the biggest species, like the food sh- the food cycle. We all- Look guys, see, this is one bit of science in primary school that we learned about the circle of life, <laughs> the food cycle. The food cycle is not is not carrying on because uh, we're eating, we're fishing the tuna and then there's too much of an overspecies mm-hmm. of the way and, and like the sharks and whatever there and the dolphins, they're being killed for no reason because, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, by catch and because they're killing them so they can have more fish. And yeah, it's just like, it's just messing up the whole the whole chain um but yeah like anyway yeah his conclusion was to stop eating fish which i just think okay again you got you're just but you've gone and found all this you found Mm -hmm. all this crimes all this monstrosity in this industry and you come back to tell us oh stop eating fish now what no what you can do at home don't eat fish everyone become vegan and then we can all be like you know superior people and shout at everyone else if they eat meat and they're eating fish and shout at them and i'm just like like i this isn't the way (laughs) this isn't like we need these companies need to be held accountable they're the problem they're not going to stop overfishing and the the fish industry isn't just going to stop you know it's just yeah, not gonna yeah, stop definitely. like that it's like it's a multi-billion yeah. industry it's, they're not gonna stop it and us eating fish yeah. to, to stop eating fish it's not gonna make a big enough impact because like come on how many people will see this documentary there's only going to be that handful mm-hmm. of people then like even like kind of around the world handful of people and then how many people would actually stop eating fish small hand people handful mm. but probably a lot of them probably don't eat fish already anyway you know like we need yeah, to think of that yeah. and um you know and how how is that going to make an impact on this fishing industry it's just it's it's not mm-hmm. it's it's not and and I, and then i just thought you saw you heard stories of people losing their lives because of this industry and you want to come back with oh guys just stop eating fish yeah it's, it's, not, it's was, not good enough really yeah i was just like i and you know what i did kind of i went back after after i finished being vexed i did kind of mm-hmm. think back and thought maybe like obviously they would have said that they need a conclusion what can people do mm-hmm. and so he was just like yeah stop yeah, being what's fish. the easiest thing yeah. yeah and then as well there's a whole point of you know what like this guy kind of needs to fear for his own life too <laughs> of what he's been documenting so okay fair enough but we know like he's going to be protected he's oh, clearly he's clearly a privileged white boy he'll be protected yeah. either way like he doesn't need to fear that much for his life um yeah but that's, but yeah. that's the thing he doesn't have the range for this because if you're going to do a big documentary about 
all of the issues within the fishing industry, you need to realise that your outcome is going to have to be disruptive and radical. You mm, can't just yeah. be like, oh, everyone, well, let's all stop eating fish and let's all let's all work. That's no, that that's never how things work. You need to dismantle yeah. it from the top rather than pick on the individuals who are just going into the high street, getting something quickly and cooking dinner. Like it's, yeah. it's the people at the top. And it, it, if we don't look at... Um, targeting the people that are exploiting people then we're just going to keep blaming individuals and then the problem's going to be like oh you're eating fish you're eating fish that's that's not the big the big thing here the big thing is the companies that are exploiting people and exploiting the planet and taking all the resources exactly and that yeah exactly and this is the thing I just it just it just was just so like dismissive to everything he just Mm. witnessed and it was like You just you've just uncovered so much. You you told us that the media are telling local are calling local fishermen pirates and making them seem mm-hmm. like bad guys for then more fishing vessels to come in their water waters and steal more fish mm-hmm. basically, and then and those countries getting nothing. So you basically showed us that these big countries are the reason for famine in these mm-hmm. countries that they're showing uh-huh. us on the telly that coming back to your little charities they're going into those countries filming them you know with the with the flies on their faces saying oh look at these poor these poor people that are look they're starving isn't that sad they're starving because you've got your fucking fishing vessels in their waters and telling those local fishermen that they're pirates and um yeah it's just you he witnessed all that he witnessed even people being hearing that people observers are getting thrown overboard if they actually care mm. about the environment if they care about dolphins and sharks they're getting Mad. thrown overboard they're going missing at sea like oh, terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying so, and remember like that there actually like aren't lo- any laws at sea like mm. that's another thing like that is actually a thing you know yeah. I find it quite interesting as well how they kept saying a lot of the people the experts that they interviewed were white people and yeah. they kept saying that fishing cannot be sustainable and um it is just not sustainable but really it is sustainable oh in my mind this is how i see it. i'm no expert at this but it is sustainable in countries like the caribbean countries in yeah. african countries where they're fishing they're getting what they want and then they're going they're getting their yeah, fish or two and then going the local businesses yeah, yeah. and the it, local it was sustainable fish, before all of this. Before yeah. fucking, I, I don't know what started all of this off, but I'm guessing it all links it's, back to colonisation yes. and capitalism. Yeah, it's capitalism, it's consumerism, and it's of these, and it's again, it's the Western countries <laughs> again. Yeah, again. You know, like, destroying it's, the planet. Our, it's our governments that are destroying this planet, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that it's quite interesting. It. It's quite interesting that um, it like looks at as well how fish have nerve systems, and they're similar mm-hmm. to most other animals. Like, um, yeah. they've they've got families, they have emotions and feelings and stuff like that. Well, it's course, just quite interesting yeah. because I went to see my friend the other day, and he's got fish tank, and I was like, I put mm-hmm. my finger on it and was moving it around, and the and fish were following moved, it. Follow I was like, it, yeah. oh my god, yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. And but I've like, never really I've, even thought about it. But the thing is, though, like, what I don't like is how with all these documentaries, they, it's like they always have to make you feel, like, feel something for the animals. Mm. And it's just like, okay, why do we need to know that, oh, fish have feelings for us to feel like this is a yeah. problem? Like, we just yeah. saw people dying. 
Like, and it's like, and this is just what I don't get. And this is why, this is what I can't stand about um, the whole um, revolution with sustainability and stuff. Mm. It's the fact that like these middle-class white people care more about animals' lives. Like they care more Mm. about the emotions and feelings of animals than they do about human beings. Yeah. You know, and that I just like, why isn't it the fact that people are actually dying? Real people are dying. Mm as a result of all of this and starving and stuff as a result of all Mm. of this but we need to have feelings for the fish I just I don't that Mm. just doesn't make sense to me like I I get that I like I not that I don't think I think it's good that they're highlighting that but why is Mm. it that we have to have feelings for an animal to think this is bad yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's maybe they were just we trying to cover on. all bases. Yeah, I guess so. Like, they just wanted to put a little bit in there because they put a bit in there about cows and stuff, didn't they, as well? And I thought that's yeah. all a bit random because, like, but, how have we gone from, like, people are being murdered to, oh, yeah. like, slaughterhouses now? Like, they put, but that's why I think as well with the documentary, it get that just makes it more wishy-washy and makes it less credible, mm. and especially with the outcome stop eating fish mm. it just kind of made it less credible because it was just like oh yeah let's just put this in there and just put that in there yeah because it's yeah. like you just you just you just you just literally mentioned oh yeah big fishing vessels from other countries were illegally fishing in waters and then they labeled mm. the local fishermen as somali pirates oh yeah fish had feelings like what like you mentioned yeah. that so like in such a small snippet and it's like don't you think that needs a bit more gravity mm-hmm. onto it like give us more information and it's like but then it just felt like okay you didn't care about that like you you just mm-hmm. cared because he focused so much more on the whales and the sharks like you just cared yeah more yeah. for the like the whales and the sharks like yeah care for the species you just cared for them more than you did for actual mm. human life and black humans at the end of the day like you know yeah. it was just a small snippet when it was about the black people and yeah it, it's crazy though that we're going to be alive for fishless oceans like it's around the corner was it 2048 there'll be no fish in the ocean oh yeah so guys it's okay like we, we're gonna have to stop eating fish soon enough anyway Oh no, but we'll still have the no, we'll still have the salmon fish farms in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) That was awful. (laughs) You know these, you know the salmon. Yeah, the salmon have all these diseases like chlamydia. (laughs) The salmon Ah. have chlamydia. I wasn't looking at the screen at that bit, and then I heard chlamydia and fish in the same sentence. I was like, "What is going on? (laughs) What have I missed?" They had like random diseases, like um, just random. Oh, I've forgotten what the other diseases were. Yeah, yeah but chlamydia same. was in there. And I remember I was oh. talking to my family the other day, and I was just like, "Yeah, yeah some of the salmon have chlamydia." They're like, "How the fuck are they getting chlamydia? <laughs> Where are they getting chlamydia from?" <laughs> it is like, too mm. much. I've- yeah, but guys, like, watch the documentary. Like, it was. Mm. To be honest, I've told you all about it if you don't want to watch it anyway. I told you everything yeah, that happened. It. But um I think that guy went in there very naive naively. Mm. I think he bit off a bit more than he could chew. Mm. 
I don't think he yeah. just wasn't expecting that outcome. He, I think he mm-hmm. just wanted to keep going into big corporations and shouting at them, telling them, why are you doing this? Why are you <laughs> saying that the that your tune is dolphin safe when it's not dolphin safe? I think that was what all he wanted to do. And he mm. literally, he he was, yeah. he was did his job a bit too well that he got information that he probably didn't really want to deal with. That's what I get from that. Mm. And yeah, I think for your outcome to be like fish have feelings and don't eat fish um when you know you just heard about people are dying and people are being Mm. murdered people are in slavery Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i don't i don't know about that for you like yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah that's all it was a good documentary though i'd say definitely watch it and make a decision whether you want to eat fish or not after you've watched it because like it might change your mind like it might it might make you think oh there are other options like you can get vegan Mm. fish in a lot of places not a lot of places but places have started doing it a lot more um Mm -hmm. it's interesting it's it's just different so it's fun changing your taste buds (laughs) yeah i think like yeah i feel like it's just I feel like it needs to be I think there's this whole culture around veganism where people are just trying to force people to be vegan Mm, like force people with that choice and I feel like it is a choice and for some people it might take them some time to kind of get there Mm. and to transition into that like you know especially if you've been eating most people have been eating meat for all of their lives like that definitely can take a transition and i think you need to be in the right headspace to do it as well mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah um but yeah i think there's there's just this culture of shaming people to be vegan <laughs> yeah and it's, it needs it's to stop. actually hard because like, some like stuff is addictive like cheese it's proven that cow's mm, cheese is is addictive because it's got hormones in it that basically make a, a calf go back to the mother uh, to have more to have more milk so it can grow strong yeah. if humans are also eating that mm-hmm. it has an impact on our body and like that's why some people are really addicted to cheese like, I used to love cheese so much mm-hmm. um, so you can't you can't be you can't really be shaming people because it is an addiction and it's, it's yeah. what we've been fed like salty food salty like chicken wings and stuff like that mm-hmm. is an addiction you need to just give and people the same options with sugar like, as well. look here's some information yeah exactly mm-hmm. here's some information here's some options like le- do your learning just know that certain things are wrong and here's, mm-hmm. here's where the issues are and then you know try and make a good decision try and make a better yeah. decision if, if you're yeah. if you think you're eating too much yeah exactly and it's like because as well it, it just it starts from cutting down like because it's hard to just mm. cut it out altogether especially when you haven't even explored yeah. your options yet you know mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's that's us guys we're just like mm-hmm. you know if you want to try it you know try it and you can do it on your own terms like don't feel like because i think and i think that's what's turning people off veganism as well because people think yeah they're being forced it <laughs> forced it down their yeah, throat so yeah. you know it's kind like, of sad because there there are vegans that are like i understand it because i went through a phase where i was like it's actually awful like i i don't think I, I can be friends with people who aren't vegan obviously like none of my friends are vegan i think i think i'm the only one maybe mm-hmm. I, I don't know but um like I, I went through a stage where I was like, this is so bad. Like, I don't want to be near people that eat me because, like, I'd watched so many documentaries of, like, the torture and stuff, the standard yeah. practice that is torture. And it does get to you if, if you consume that every single day and, like, it 
it gets to you a lot and you you go in the supermarket and you, you see the meat oh and you're like oh disgusting and like mm. you just have like some sort of sass to you and I don't I it just wasn't healthy to be like that you've just got to acknowledge that there is exploitation everywhere like yeah. and you're not if you're not contributing to it then like you're doing your bit but you can't you just can't force other people to mm. to change because they'll get yeah. pissed off like I've had so many rows with my parents like about about it <laughs> and now I'm just like they they don't even eat red meat anymore because our house like we 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 found like good alternatives that they like and they're big meat yeah. eaters and they don't eat red meat as much anymore so like yeah you it's just it's literally a process it's such yeah. a process yeah definitely um anyway should we inject yeah. some positive vibes <laughs> yeah it's about time yeah. this session's yeah. been a bit heavy it has been very heavy very heavy mm. um go on what are you injecting this week um, oh, this one. Be disciplined about what you respond and react to. Not everyone or everything deserves your time, energy or attention. I think that's, that's really it. good. I think that's really fitting mm. as well for this episode. You know, yeah, I think yeah. it's really fitting. So, yeah, that's a good one, mm. guys. Just, you know, we don't need to be giving our energy to, to racial reports. Yeah, you don't. Just sometimes, <laughs> the just, I, I say this all the time, just rest. Don't yeah. You don't have to read or respond or li- listen to it or like, you know, your experience mm-hmm. and you know that there are people doing the work. There are activists that are getting paid or at least like they're volunteering their time to work yeah. on this kind of stuff and get the best result that black people you don't have to be absorbing uh, absorbing all of this stuff all the time because it it is traumatic it is traumatic and it's hurtful as well mm-hmm. like it is and it's draining all this news mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's me um i'm injecting this week yeah so yeah i think that was a good one um what <laughs> i'm injecting is um stop being so hard on yourself guys <laughs> that's me included just but stop stop being so hard on yourself like you'll get there in your own time like I feel like I say that mm-hmm. pretty much most weeks you'll get there in your own time but <laughs> it's good I, though it's because I need to keep reminding myself that <laughs> but yeah yeah guys you got this stop being so hard on yourself you'll get there and um yeah and life you know life is gonna be good it is gonna be good mm-hmm. because you know you, you're all fantastic beings. You must be to be listening mm-hmm. to us. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly, um, until we've got to the end. <laughs> yeah, and exactly to after, after I started ranting mm. and ranting about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's us. That's it for us this week. We, we had a yeah. lot. We, we spoke we a lot but um mm-hmm. yeah you can find us um on injected underscore pod on instagram on twitter and also on mm-hmm. tiktok if you want to see us <laughs> posting random videos you know um mm. you know they're all funny so yeah come check us out yeah, and yeah I am Alexandra at alxndr underscore nic on instagram I'm at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B-L-A-K-E on Instagram. Um, Speak to you all soon.